The Humble Entrepreneur Podcast. My personal take on life and business by Robert Terry. Since 2005, I've been the co-owner of Nationwide Ventilation Limited, installing commercial kitchen ventilation. We've worked for the biggest names in the industry, including KFC and Taco Bell. The podcast gives you an insight into my journey and learnings along the way. Available on iTunes and Stitcher. Hey guys, Rob Terry here. Right, six tactics then that work for guerrilla marketing that you can use for your business. Now these are tried and tested ones because we've used them for Nationwide Ventilation, the servicing company. Uh, I personally used it for mentoring and I've worked with other people using the same techniques that I mentor and getting them to do and use these guerrilla marketing techniques to help grow their business. Now, obviously marketing, as I always say, marketing is the shop front to your business. So it's the things that's gonna get people through the shop front into the actual business and wanting to buy from you. So you, when you've got them in the shop, you can convert them into sales. So guerrilla marketing, marketing sorry, was actually uh, a concept brought up, I think it was in 1984, um, by J. Conrad Leveson. Um, and it's basically using energy, imagination, out-of-the-box thinking, and all of those kind of slightly off-the-wall wacky ideas um, to really produce better results for you and to get you um, basically winning more business. And there are so many different ones out there. There's so many different things and so many different types of guerrilla marketing that people can come up with. But these six um, tips are ones that we've used ourselves in the businesses or in the mentoring and that kind of thing, or I've used with other people to get them to to grow their business. So number one is being very, very specific about a demographic demographic or a niche. So for example, if you are a local shop or a local, say, let's say a nursery, a local nursery, um, you wanna be targeting an area around you of 10 or so people. Don't go anything of 10 mile radius of people, sorry. Anything more than that, and you're gonna really then start to be getting people out of your catchment zone, so there is no point. But if you can drill down and be very specific and very niche, like Connor who's just tuned into this, obviously Connor designs watches, we all know that, and that's pretty specific and pretty niche, so he needs to be targeting the people that are gonna buy his kind of watch, that kind of thing. So if you can actually drill down and work out either a very specific demographic, so a really close area, um, of people for the that want to buy your service like as I say like a local bakery or something like that and we've done these for people where you're really really specific and drill down and get the demographic of people right or very niche in terms of your actual product and refine it down so likewise the ventilation business that we do although it sounds like ventilation business sounds quite a wide area it's actually very niche because we actually specialize in commercial kitchen ventilation yes we can do all the other types of ventilation out there but that is the, you know, to be very specific and very niche about it actually works a lot better. And if you can be the same with your marketing, very niche, very specific, um, like I say, or very demographic um, based, it will actually pay you dividends. So that's number one. Number two is um, a podcast come blog. Now, this is very simple because a lot of these things don't really cost a lot of money to do. Likewise, um, a podcast, a blog costs you very little money to do. I mean, the whole Humble Entrepreneur podcast that you guys will ultimately be listening to this uh, episode on, well, I'm doing it on Facebook Live, it'll end up as a podcast episode on the Humble Entrepreneur, doesn't actually cost me a penny to do apart from my time. Um, I do it on um, uh, Anchor, which is free. The only real bit of kit I've had to buy, because I do film it all on the phone, repurpose, that kind of thing, 
is the microphone. The microphone is about 50 quid, so it's very, very little, but um, podcasts are a fantastic way of doing it. And I say podcasts first because there's a little tip that I'll give you just to take it into your blog. Now, we all know the power of what blogs are, that kind of thing in terms of um, marketing and what it does for your SEO, what it does for your website, that kind of thing. Well, what you do is you do your podcast first. Once you've then done your podcast, you have the audio format of it. So you get some really good rich topics that people are really gonna buy into and listen to. And the people in podcasts are so engaged that what they listen to, they will act on it. If you tell them to go and do something, they will act on it. About 80% of people, 82% I think it is, will actually act and do what you say on your call to action. So you do that. So you've got your podcast, you've got your live format. Then from there, what you do is you then take that and you can use one of these websites that are out there. There's loads of websites out there where you can basically um, chuck your audio ball, uh, your audio file into it. It will then convert it into text for you. You can then edit it down, down, down until you've got it into a format that you actually want to use it on your blog for. So you've, you've then got two pieces of content for the price of one and it's not cost you very much to do it. Or you can actually just convert it from audio back into it yourself. Um, now, search engines, people, uh, people love um, blogs, that kind of thing, but they also love uh, the podcast as well because a lot of things repairingly come up, a lot of keywords come up in podcasts and in the title and that kind of thing of podcasts, and it has a massive, massive amount of trickle-down revenue, and it builds a level of trust with your audience um, that any other kind of marketing won't actually do. People have invested time and listening in. I mean, this is coming up for the... Uh, the, the at the moment there's I think just about to go live it's the 100 podcast episode on the Humble Entrepreneur and, and people have invested a lot of time and followed that journey of it going along so people are really invested in it and they are massively focused on it at the same time so a really good podcast then repurpose it into a blog because blogs are still very much a thing in terms of SEO so massive massive and like I say you can use some services to do it for very little cost to get you going so that's number two number three is one that a lot of people are doing and it's it's basically using social media social media is a massive massive thing at the moment and until you have used and utilized every social media platform that you can do not even think about any other kind of marketing at the moment because there is so much in terms of the content market and that kind of thing that you can do there is so much you can use and you can again you can be very specific about it and you can get down to um, things like Facebook, for example. You can be running ads on Facebook and you can be very specific. They're going to cost you a bit of money to do it. Um, or you can do the same thing with like Google, pay-per-click adverts, that kind of thing. They are going to be very specific in terms of you can na uh, narrow down exactly who you want in your search criteria. So going back to number one, you can really niche it down to your ideal audience. You can say even down to an area. Uh, people's uh, so you've got your demographic you've got people's ages you can niche it down all of that sort of thing so if you're doing that rather than just carpet bombing everything really be specific and niche it down or you can do what you call the general sort of content marketing which is very much it's free it's easy it's cheap you can do it yourself so make sure you are using social media I know Connor he uses social media fantastically for his watches because he gets people to take photographs of them wearing his watch which he then uses for his content. So it's fantastic. People are actually creating his content for him. So well done on that, Connor. It's fantastic. And like I say, people love to see people doing, like enjoying this stuff. They love to see something that they've bought 
and that kind of thing, and they wanna then run with it. So number three, use social media. Really seriously, guys, you've got Facebook, you've got LinkedIn, and again, it's gonna depend on what's best for your business. Obviously, something like I was saying with Connor, something very visual, Instagram's gonna be massive for his business. Um, whereas for the ventilation business, nationwide ventilation, it's more along the lines of LinkedIn because it's more business to business work, that kind of thing as well, guys. So be specific about and using the right platform, but you can cross pollinate the platforms. You can take a piece of video. So for example, you could take this video that I'm now doing and you could chunk it down into little one minute highlight reels, put it onto Instagram and places like that to really get the focus going. And again, the more you can leverage your time, the more you can free things up, the better it's gonna be for doing it. So that's number three, right. Number four, and I've used this one very specifically for this podcast um, itself, is getting influencers on board. And sometimes you have to pay for them, sometimes you don't. But I did it a very cheap way with um, Rob Moore. I got him to mention my podcast on his Humble Entrepreneur, uh, sorry, my Humble Entrepreneur podcast on his Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. And what actually happened, I think I paid, I did some stars, donated 200, 500 stars, something like that, and then give him a line of text to read out. He read that out on his podcast. Now, basically, I'm borrowing his audience, so to speak, to do it. And the fantastic thing is there, the audience is already built, it's already engaged. People that listen to his podcast love podcasts. So that week, and for about two weeks afterwards, while people were still actively tuning in, and to be fair, his podcast gets listened to in Christ knows how many different, over 200 different countries and gets hundreds of thousands of downloads. And I got in front of all of those people really cheaply, really easy, and give them a little advert. And for that period, I think for probably about a three week period, downloads were up 300% on that episode that I've particularly plugged. And that really did it, it just really boosted it. But you can do lots of other things. So if you can find anyone that's in your, an influencer that's in your area of expertise, in your field of work, that kind of thing. And it may be you have to do a bit of a JV or something like that with them to get them working or to get it working, but it really will benefit you because you are basically borrowing their audience. They've already done the hard work. They've built up an audience of however many people and there are many downloads in this case very specifically. That's why I say these tactics work because I've done them and I know they work. Um, so they've, they've, that's been built up and you are just borrowing their audience, which is fantastic because you've not had to grow that, you're just borrowing it and now you are getting a slice of that and the recurring slice of it goes with it as well. So that's number four, find influencers, get them to work with you, marketing it. Again, it's like um, uh, my cousin, His, uh, he's got triplet daughters. And they are absolutely massive, massive, massive on uh, TikTok. Honestly, if you, t if you Google the Terry triplets on TikTok, you'll see all three of them doing things. And now people are chucking stuff at them left, right and centre and paying them seriously big sums of money. And all they're doing is they're standing there doing their usual sort of TikTok thing, a flashy dance or whatever it is, but in a specific outfit that somebody has given them. So a, a clothing brand manager has come along and said, can you wear this outfit? you get to keep the outfits, plus also you get X amount of money and that sort of thing, and they are absolutely fucking smashing it. And seriously, go and Google them, or go and look at them on TikTok, the Terry Triplets, don't mind shouting them out they're family members, um, so they, they are massive, but what they're doing is they are getting, they are, people are giving them their product, and they're going in, and I think they've got something like 800 million likes or something like that now across their platforms, and their average, um, their average TikTok video can get anything up to 50, 60,000 people. So you can imagine, even if they give them a thousand pounds, that's an advert to very tar um, closely and targeted people 
sort of 50, 60,000 people. So it's a very cheap way of actually managing to do it. And like I say, it worked also for the podcast. So that's number five, is to get influencers to work with you. And trust me, you'll be surprised about the amount of influencers you can get to work with you. Even if you may have to give like a small donation to a charity forum, something like that. And it will actually, you're just borrowing their audience. They've done the hard work for you. They've built the audience and you're just borrowing it. So that's number four. Right, number five is basically joining masterminds, business masterminds, groups, associations that are related to your business, your topic, or your niche market, that kind of thing. And again, this works because I've, I basically, I'm a, now a member of the, um, the, the sort of mentoring association, uh, the Business British Mentoring Association. And the amount of contacts I get come through that. And it costs me, I think, £55 a quarter to be a member of that. Plus, I get some other benefits, bits and pieces. But there are people that are actively working and looking to pass you work, pass you referrals. And on average, we probably get about two or three referrals a week for us that we can then speak to the people and see if we want to go mentoring with them, that kind of thing. And I've picked up, since being in there, I've picked up five new high-end mentoring clients. Now, six-month mentoring program, me, 3,000, 4,000 pounds, something like that. So you can work out the maths very simply for a 55 pound a quarter um, a membership body. So it's really worth doing it. And not only that, you also, you build, um, you build with other people that are in your field. So you get other people that are mentoring, that kind of thing. You can JV, you can do collaborations, that kind of thing with them. It's fantastic and it really is worth doing. Like I say, masterminds are great also because you're obviously in a business group with people. You build some great contacts and you can pass contacts around, but sort of trade bodies, that kind of thing, are do and do work very well also. And like I say, I've done it myself and it is really massively worth doing for a very small fee for being um, a, a member of the, the association. So that's the Association of Business Mentors or British Business Mentors I'm in and that's where it all comes from and they refer me. Plus it also gives me accreditation and it gives people that are coming to you a slightly warmer, fuzzier feeling because they think, oh, you're part of that trade body. You've got to be good at what you do, that kind of thing. So that's number five. Now, number six, lastly, is a very simple one, and that is offer freebies, samples, or a lead magnet. Now, everybody, you know what it's like. How many times do you go off to a conference or whatever, and there's a massive, great table full of, there's a bag as you walk in. They, people are shoving stuff in there for you for free, and everything like that it's fantastic and it's a great way of marketing we do this in the ventilation business and for the humble entrepreneur podcast let me just grab that and this is one that i use for that and it's a mug which is fantastic because that sits on someone's desk and they're always looking at it. we do the same for nationwide ventilation i just haven't got a mug to hand um and that we give them to loads of people give them away and they just leave them sitting on their desk and every time they pick their cup up your name is there in front of them and you know what it's like with the touch points I know it's increased. It used to be three or four touch points to get people to start recognising you, that kind of thing, but no longer is that the case. It's now probably nearer 20, but you think about a coffee mug on your desk, how many times throughout the course of a day, a week, a month, a year, you pick that up and you see, right, nationwide ventilation, nationwide ventilation. You then start being the go-to person for that. Um, so freebies are a fantastic one, and people, everybody loves free. The only problem with free is somebody does have to pay, so this is kind of... Um, a little bit of upfront investment you're gonna to have to do with it but on the flip side some of it can be done very cheaply now a lead magnet um i've done a lead magnets and they work fantastically at getting your email subscriber list done so a few examples lead magnets a free ebook a pdf sheet even a free webinar or a special offer so you can have 
three months for six months pay and all that kind of thing work fantastically now i've got an ebook that i did which is basically selling more on facebook or through facebook groups and people to get this free ebook they have to submit me their um, email address that kind of thing and email marketing is still fucking massive it is huge and it still really does convert well compared to any other kinds of marketing so once you've got your marketing list then you can really be niche specific again and actually target them on it and to be fair, like I say, the lead magnets, everyone loves a good lead magnet, whether, whatever it may be, something that's basically gonna be free in exchange for getting their email address out of them. Now, sometimes people do put in dumb email addresses, wrong email addresses, they'll put .co.uk in instead of .com, that kind of thing, just to get the freebie without actually having to give up their email address. But nine times out of 10, you will find that most people will do that and they will give you it for free. So. Trust me, if you've not got a lead magnet for your business, get one. Um, another one we did for our business, uh, for the uh, nationwide ventilation, for the um, ventilation business, was um, we did an airflow calculator. Now, when you design, I'm not going to get really geeky on you, but when you design ventilation systems, you have to have a certain amount of air you move, and that depends on what's underneath it. Well, we've got a global spreadsheet that can calculate that out. So you can say, right, I've got one fryer, one cooker, one of these, one of them, and it'll tell you how much air you need, which tells you how much ductwork size you need, that kind of thing. And we offered that out for free for catering people. So, because the catering people always want to know how much air is needed, how much uh, well, what size of ductwork thing is going to be needed? Well, that then gave them it for free. So all they had to do was chuck in the information. It was free. But in exchange from that, we got them to give us our email or their email address. And once we got their email address, we emailed it to their email address. We then used that and we set that up as a massive list of people. And we now spreadshot, not spreadshot, we, we now mail shot them, sorry, with a monthly newsletter, that kind of thing, which really does work and really does convert. And it still gets you in front of people. The open rate and the click-through rate in email marketing is still massive. All this bullshit about emails dead is, is not true. So trust me, a really good lead magnet will pay dividends and go real funky, go real off the wall. Like I say, it's guerrilla marketing, so it needs to be a bit out of your comfort zone. It needs to be something a bit funky, a bit different to normal to get it working. Um, now, a lot of these are going to cost you little money or a little bit of upfront investment, maybe a bit of time, that kind of thing. So, And they're not a lot, but for small businesses, trust me, we have used all of these six techniques and all six of them will work in generating you more work across the board, guys. And remember, though, at the end of the day, it is marketing. Marketing is the shop front to your business. A bit like when you go to the jewellers, you stand there and they put all these nice diamond rings at a, per at a set height, so it's just in eye line with the women, so it catches their eyes. Your marketing is the same thing for your business. It is what gets people through the door and into the actual shop so you can then convert the sales, guys. Right, I'm gonna leave you all to it because we've got better things to be doing. It's actually nice weather outside for a change, so hope that all makes sense. And please do, if you're listening to this on the Humble Entrepreneur podcast, please do um, share it with people so that it helps them, gets them working. That's the whole point in doing this. Or if you're listening live or whatever, please give it a like, a share, whatever it may be. And I will catch you all later on. Cheers, guys. Speak to you later. Bye. Remember, folks, stay humble and let your success talk for you. See you later. I think we have to go.